welcome to the Tim Biscuit Podcast. Today we've got a new guest, and that is... Uh, I'm Ray Ray. So I'm a new up-and-comer for uh, adult film. I'm hoping to make my breakout into adult film. So that's me. Cool. Uh, how long have you been into it all? So um, I've had a progression. So I've done a lot of recreational stuff on my own. So I'm known for doing gangbangs. That's what I love to do. So recreationally, I've done 30 gangbangs on my own. And uh, within the last uh, three to six months, I've started into the actual adult film, um, doing it professionally. So. Oh, cool. Uh, because you was originally in the um, army, weren't you? I was, yeah. I was a medic in the army for six years. Was you a sergeant as well? I was, yeah. I got out as a sergeant. I uh, ran a squad of medics. I, I enjoyed it. I grew up immensely in the army and I learned a lot of great things. So, how, how, how did you initially come into the porn industry from being a medic in like the army? Because it's a bit of a, a massive transition. How <laughs> did you go from one to the other? From, yeah, from definitely. Because obviously you're saving people and then you go into a 30 person gang ban. I mean how does that <laughs> so um the main thing is um the reason I'm doing most of this is I want to be a PA a physician assistant so the main reason I'm getting into adult film is to help pay for my higher education um but I just love sex I've loved sex since I was young I love everything about it so that's why I've done all of those recreational gangbangs, you know, 30 plus guys. I've done that without being paid because I enjoy it so much. So I'm getting into adult film for one to help pay for my tuition, but also because it's something I generally love to do. So, you know, when you say you've done the 30 person gangbang, do you do them like you didn't get paid? Do you, like you get to pick the people you work with or is it just sort of a random turn up sort of thing? So I definitely have requirements. I have like seven or eight requirements for people to come to an event. Um, a lot of it surrounds, um, I don't play with anyone over 45. So I have like age requirements. And then respect is a big thing as well. So if you're not respectful, you can't come. Mm -hmm. um, and also STDs are a big thing for me. So you have to be getting tested regularly and show your results to be able to come to one of my events. And I also take video and uh, for videos and pictures at my events, and that weeds out a decent amount of people with all of the requirements that I have. So does it, does it cost them to join in, or is it sort of a free thing? No, it's it's all free. Um, sometimes I ask for like tips, like if I get a really nice room, I'll ask guys to like chip in like ten bucks or whatever to help pay for the room, but it's not a requirement at all. So. You, you like said about being 45 you won't see anyone who's over like over 45 is um like there a specific reason for you choosing that age or so um i'm about to be 27 so maybe my age requirement will go up as i get older but um i don't have anything for older men i never have um so i will consider you between 45 and 50 if you've kept yourself in good shape um but I, I like younger guys who can go for a long time and who have, you know, really great cum loads. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a sort, of, sort of the main thing you like. Yes, that's, that's definitely my thing. I, I love cum. I love everything about it. So. <laughs> the, 
But you might, because you're also known as the whore you've been waiting for as well within the circles, isn't, like, isn't it? I sure am, yeah. I mean, everything that um, you see that I've done is all genuine, it's all real, it's me enjoying it. And with me getting into adult film, there are things I want to do. Like, I've never been able to do a successful bukkake. Like, I love cum, but it's super hard to set up one for yourself. So guys don't come one after another. Like if you watch a porn video, it's like boom, 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 boom. They're all coming. I have never had that happen in real life. So definitely me getting into adult film with professional companies, I'm hoping that I can get those things to happen. So how like, how did you go about did did um did um, like the did the professional companies seek you or did you go after the like professional companies after the after your own sort of like films and photos so i actually haven't been able to shoot with a professional company yet um i'm hoping to that's one of my goals um i would love to be able to get on you know blacked or tushy or any of those companies would be awesome um but yeah right now i really just do my own thing i've shot with a few amateurs that which is great um i've got to do some gang bangs with a few amateurs which was awesome but I'm really just starting out, so um, hopefully within the next few years I'll be able to, you know, work with professional companies and get, you know, do the sex acts I've been wanting to do. So, um, like sort of what sex, what sex acts would you like to do with these professional companies, if it? So I I haven't been able to do any videos with women. And I like women. I enjoy women. It's very different than being with a man. So I would love to be able to get with a company that has attractive women and do some girl-on-girl scenes. I would love to do like a reverse gangbang where it's like five or six women just having fun with each other. That would be awesome. Um, And then I I like really large gangbangs. So I would love to be able to do 50 guys. That's one of my goals is to do 50 guys um, at some point. So, and then the other one is the bukkake. I haven't been able to get like 10 to 15 loads on my face within like a few minutes. I would love to be able to do that with a company, so. What's what's the most guys you've worked with before? So the largest gangbang I have ever done is 31 guys. And that was this year on January 20, uh, 31st when I got oh. back from New Zealand, so. Oh, right, that's cool. What did you do in New Zealand? Was it just a holiday like? So, um, yeah, I was just over there for a year. My uh, fiancé got into a Ph.D. there, and so we were supposed to be there longer, but we just came back early. So, yeah. That's, that's a good segue, because I was just about to ask about, um, have, and have you got a boyfriend? Well, obviously, well, because, like, the dudes get married. What does he think to it all, being, wanting to have a gangbang with 50 guys? Um, take on it. So he loves it. Like our my kink of being with lots of guys feeds it directly into his kink. So um, he helps me set up events. He helps screen guys. He helps make sure they show up. And then he just enjoys what's happening. He literally watches the whole time. That's his thing. While guys just have fun with me. Um, so our relationship works perfectly. I get to be satisfied because I have a high sex drive and then he gets to enjoy watching me with other people, so. I, I, um, I just find that really hard to like get my head around and I'm sure I'm not the only one, but obviously yeah. just because I don't get it, it doesn't mean it's like not right. Being like, because um, it's your choice. What does your family think to it? 
So my family doesn't know it all. My family is uh, very religious, very, um, they're liberal, but religious, so it doesn't really make sense. But um, they, uh, it's a conversation I keep going over in my head, like when they find out, like if I become bigger and eventually they find out, it's going to be a conversation that we have. And um, it's a big part of me. Sex has always been a big part of me. And if they can't embrace who I am, then I mean, you know, it's sad. And but, you know, it's a conversation that we'll have to have at some point. So because coming from their point of view, they like might say coming from the army, coming from that, coming to this, it's a bit of a drastic step. Would, it is. It's would, very different. Um, so I've, I've always been very naturally slutty. I've always been very naturally you know, drawn to sex, even when I was in the army as a young soldier I was having sex with people in my unit I was being promiscuous so it's always been part of me um so for me it's not that big of a transition more of it's me showing people who I am now because this has always been who I am and now I'm just showing everyone in the world who I am so that's good you you've well, I got to do what's best for like yourself so yeah you, you've just launched your snapchat this like week haven't you yeah, so I just got my Fancentro um, fully up and running. I didn't even know Fancentro existed until like I got into Pornhub and like was like, oh, there's a Fancentro. I've had a Snapchat for a little while, but I I've kind of done it under the table, <laughs> not using Fancentro as much. So I'm hoping that will help people be able to find me easier. Um, because I do, I post, you know, dirty things. I, I have people come over on a daily basis and I have dirty things happening all the time that those people get to see um, on Snapchat, so. What's, what's like that other company you like, sort of said, fan, is it Fantesco or? Um, fan Centro? Yeah, yeah, what's some like that? I've, I've, I've like never heard of that one. So it's kind of just um, the branch between um, being able to do Snapchat premium, so they found a way to work around it in a sense. Um, so you use their company for people to pay into Snapchat premium, and it's like the middleman between the two of you. Ah, I, I, I like understand. So, like, are you on Twitter then, or like Instagram? And if, like, so, what sort of um, things do you put on there? Because, like, obviously, Twitter's a bit more liberal than instagram and like sort of things like that have them you got to be careful on the things you put on instagram or so every day so i post a photo every day on instagram my instagram is ray of sunshine um and every day i post a pg photo on instagram sometimes i have to like go to my fiance and be like is this okay am i showing too much like do i need to cover parts um because like i've gotten in trouble before with instagram but um my Twitter is uh, Rock Porn All Star, and I post uh, there at least 10 posts a week, and they're all different. So they're promoting videos that I have for sale on Pornhub, other videos that I've put up for free, um, what's going on. I have a live stream every week where I talk about different things, about sexual health, gangbangs, you know, updating people on what I'm doing. So I post all of that. Uh, you know, within the week of Twitter, um, every week, so. Yeah, and like also, you're quite big on them defending, is it, or not defending, or is it slut shaming, the like sort of, 
Yes. So I'm, I'm definitely against slut shaming whatsoever. Um, I was definitely raised in a home where um, sex was never talked about. It was just something you just did not do. There was no conversation whatsoever. And um, it's not good to suppress those things. It's not good to make people feel bad about them. So I'm a definitely, um, I daily have women messaging me. They're like, I want to do what you're doing. How do I do it? You know, a lot of women have the fantasy of being with multiple men. They just don't know how to start. They don't know what to do. And so I'm hoping with what I'm doing, showing them that it's okay to have sex with multiple people and be able to do gangbang successfully, they'll be able to follow my lead and start doing that. Because there are women all over the world that want to do what I'm doing. So You will like, have women coming to you for asking for help, but on the flip side of the coin, do you have women sort of telling you you shouldn't be doing it? Do you have a backlash against it? Um, not so much. No, a lot of it's really positive, which is wonderful. Um, uh, you know, the only time I've ever had an issue is if um, you're impinging on someone's relationship. So I try not to, you know, get in that lane whatsoever. Um, but no, all of it's positive. The women, you know, I'm on different sites where it's very open to be able to talk about what you like. And those women and those couples are looking to branch out. They're looking to be able to bring people into their sex life. And me and my partner have been able to show people that you can do that and you can do it successfully and it can make your relationship stronger. So, yeah, I'd like sort of like I said, he and he must be very understanding. <laughs> about he it is. Um, it's definitely been a progression. So at the beginning of our relationship, I was very reserved. Um, I didn't tell him how many people I'd been with. Um, you know, I was like, oh seven people I was very like very low in the amount of people that I'd been with because I didn't think a guy that I just met would be cool with you know me being with like 40 or 45 guys at that point um, but as we you know matured in our relationship and got to know each other more we were like maybe we should open it you know maybe we should have another person come in and we loved it it was just immediately something that we liked to do and from there, we've just, you know, continued to bring people into it. And, um, you know, every day I choose to be with him. I could be with anyone that I want. He lets me be with whoever I want. And at any point I could leave him, but I choose to be with him every day because he is the person that makes me happy. So. And would you be okay if he went with someone else as a might well, or like he did a gangbang, but in the same vein, it's him and women? How would might you be all right with that? Or... So that's something that we haven't done yet. Um, it's something that we're working up towards, but yeah. You, you like say you was brought up in a religious sort of family background. Do uh, do you still practice any of your religion, or is it? So I would consider myself an agnostic. So I doubt I. I definitely got away from my family, who was I was raised Christian. That's what I was raised as, and. As I got away from them, I, you know, branched out more. I learned more. Um, I was like, oh, there are other religions. There are other things out there. And now, you know, I doubted some, and I'm still in that middle ground where I haven't decided either way. Um, but, yeah, I haven't practiced my religion in probably a few years. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, going back to be 
because we've had the lockdown, how's them, and how's that affected you? Have them, like, you done any sort of, like, footage with just you and your boyfriend, or have you gone on to just be a single cam girl? Because, obviously, lockdown and, like, sort of, the sex industries, it sort of must have been pretty hard for you all. And coming out of lockdown, how's that going to affect, like, the gangbangs and being filmed and interacting with people? Because in the UK, we've still got the one metre distance rule. Well, no, it's like not a rule, it's just an advisory measure. But what's it like to where you are and how, how's it all going to work? So um, I'm actually doing my first large gangbang in uh, North Carolina on July 25th um, with a group there that um, runs a really great network. They um, screen the guys well. They, you know, have great security. So I can't wait to be able to do a large gangbang again. But during the lockdown, I haven't been able to do anything large whatsoever. I've done a few threesomes here and there. But with a lot of like precautionary things like washing your hands before, you know, doing fun stuff or, you know, washing your hands afterwards, you know, wearing masks. It's been very different, very um, uh, not as uh, intimate, I would say. It's more like, you know, stay farther back and it's not as much fun (laughs) as it's been. Um, But so I can't wait until my large gangbang on the 25th because I've been like so anxious to be able to be surrounded by guys again. Um, so yeah. And how many guys are going to be there on, on this one? On the, is it the 27th of July you said? Um, so right now I think at least 30 guys have signed up. So I'm hoping to break my record um, there. Um, I would love to do like 40 guys. Um, I have like a thing for large gangbangs so i can't wait to do 50 100 guys i think i would stop at 100 but um yeah so those are my goals Blimey, yeah so um as in like you said you've had one or two threesomes through one lockdown as you and your boyfriend created content to put on or have you done cam work just on your own just to maybe earn a bit of extra money coming in and so I have um, a group of guys here in Ohio where I live that come over at least weekly and help me make content. So um, we do all different things. I think of a few weeks ago, we had a threesome out in the woods near where I live. So um, we do a lot of fun, different things. And I record those and put them on my Pornhub for people to uh, you know purchase and enjoy. So I've been doing that while lockdown has been happening. But it's the same people every week, so, you know, there's not too much interaction with new people. So, like, you are on Pornhub, you say. What's the, like, your name on Pornhub if people wanted to find it? It is uh, Rock Porn All Star. Oh, so it's the same as your Twitter handle, is it? Yes. But I'm Ray Ray. You can find me by Ray Ray as well, so. Just Google it. I've done it yet. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not that big yet, but maybe someday. (laughs) Hopefully, yeah. Um, Yeah. Fetishes, what do have you got any fetishes yourself? Um, so I love cum. That is my main fetish. I have hundreds of photos with cum on my face because like when guys come on me, I'm like, where's the where's the camera? I need to record it. Um, so that's probably my main fetish is I love cum. And uh so my next one is I love anal. I love everything about it. Um, as long as you're not like crazy big, I've taken some very large in my my ass before, but um, 
it definitely takes, you know, time to work up to that. But I love anal. Best orgasms I've ever had. So I definitely recommend it to women or men who are looking into doing that. Um, and uh, I love uh, deep throat and mouth fucking. So I think that's super dirty. And uh, I like the aggressive being used part of mouth fucking and like deep throat. So. Yeah, as I was going to say, it's very, it's, and it's very subservient. The things you do is like sort of isn't it? Is there any reason for that? Do you think? Uh, I don't really know. I mean, I had to work up to it. I wasn't always into that. Um, I think a few weeks ago on my live stream, I talked about the first time I was mouth fucked, and I actually had to learn to like relax and be okay with you know not breathing very much and a person controlling me. But now, as I've gotten used to it, I actually enjoy the aspect of them taking control and just using me. Um, and I think that fantasy, that fetish has always been there since I was young, so. Yeah. Um, would you ever consider, I mean, like, going stripping or escorting or, like, sort of things like that? Or, like, is that one thing you would draw, like, draw the line at, being an escort? So, here in the U.S., it's not legal. It's not something I can do. But if I was in a place where it was legal, it's something I would consider, you know, because I love sex, you know, all of that. Um, but since there are so many restrictions here in the U.S., it's sadly not something I can choose to do. So. Yeah, I'm, wouldn't like your boyfriend be okay if he was going into the escort in? Yeah, I mean, I think he'd be fine. I mean, he's watched me with hundreds of guys. So if I was just like, oh, I have an appointment, you know, at this time, I'm sure he'd be like, okay, I'm going to go, you know, hang out or whatever. This is what I tell people when they come over. I'm like, yes, I have a, I have a partner. He's okay with what I do. If he came up here right now, he'd give you a high five and then he would go away. Like, he's very chill. He's very relaxed. He's, he's seen me with lots of people and um, it's not something that faces him anymore. And most of the time, it's something that turns him on, so... Do you, yeah. do, you, do you think there'll sort of come a point where we like just sort of think I'm not really down with this anymore and if from that point ever came and he came to you and like said I'm not happy doing this anymore what I mean how would that conversation take place so it's definitely something we would talk about um, because when you're in a relationship where you bring other people into it you have to have that open communication you have to be able to talk about what you like because sex is a very big thing of any relationship. So if you can't talk about what you like or what's working or what isn't working, then your relationship is eventually going to fail um, or someone is going to become unhappy. So if that ever did happen, we could talk about it. And I would be like, you know, this is something I love. This is something I enjoy to do. And um, I, I refuse to be with anyone who I'm not sexually compatible with. So if our kinks don't line up or I can't be freely who I am, then I eventually I'm going to stray from that person because that's just who I am. And if that person isn't okay with that, then we probably won't make it as a uh, a couple. So. I, I like sort of all your friends though, like hey, with you doing this, so like sort of do they ever say, well, you know, you could do this or you could do that. You don't have to be used and abused like. Yeah, I, mean, um, I would say um, most of the time with any of our couple friends that we've known, we don't really talk about our relationship. We're not very open about it. We're not like, oh, yeah, we just like, you know, have open relationship. You know, we, we're not we're very reserved when we come comes to that because a lot of people 
they either are very intrigued and they want to know more or they're like, oh, no, your relationship is doomed. Like it's it's either that one or the other. And I can only think of one couple that also had like the same relationship as us that we could openly talk about. Like I could message the woman and be like, I had sex with this guy and send pictures. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, I had sex with this guy. And she'd send pictures back. So that was really nice to be able to have a relationship with a couple where we could be completely open. But yeah, most of the time we don't openly talk about our relationship because a lot of people don't understand it unless you're in it or you've thought about it or, you know, you're you've done it before. You don't really understand. Um, And it can take a lot of conversation and talking to get someone to understand where we're coming from. So. Yeah, so you said before about um, you're very reserved when, like, you first met your boyfriend, saying maybe seven or eight people, and then what's what's the amount of people you've slept with now? Uh, I'd say it's about 700. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How old are you again? Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Um, so I actually have talked to a few podcast people about this. It's like if me and my fiance were to break up tomorrow, you know, my number's way higher than it was back then. So how do you break the news to someone new that you're like, I've had sex with 700 people, you know, um, that's definitely something that would take time for me to tell them about, um, but I've matured a decent amount and I know that this is a big part of who I am and I don't want to hide that from who I'm going to be with. So if the person's not okay with who I am and that's who I am, basically, then I shouldn't be with them. So I, I like you ever concerned about the effects it's got on or like the effects it's going to have like on sort of your body in like later life. Um, not so much. My main concern, I'd say, is STDs. But, you know, all most of those guys have been condoms, um, you know, just because, you know, you can't have sex with 700 people unprotected. Like, that's just not good. Um, so, you know, I, my rule is always protection, always condoms. Um, and, uh, you know, I prefer testing. So I try to get guys to at least when they see me have tests within two or three months of seeing me, you know, cause it's, you should be getting tested every three months regardless of what you're doing. It's just, you know, safe sex practices. So I'd say that's my main concern. Um, you know, there hasn't been any big impact on my body whatsoever. Um, with all of that, you know, I have guys still see me today and they're like, you're so tight. It's crazy. So, um, you know, I I gonna keep doing it until I guess I can't anymore. So. And do like you yourself get tested every three months then? I get tested more often um, because of the adult film. Most of the time, when you shoot for adult film, you have to have a test within 14 days. So I definitely get tested more often than that. So, at least once a month, if not more. Looking into the future. Um, Start, like sort of starting a family I, I like haven't haven't you got children or you not? nope I don't have any kids um not yet anyway I I have three animals or no four animals I'm about to get my dog back but yeah I have four animals I think that's enough <laughs> right now um I don't know if I want to have kids they're a big responsibility they um Take up a lot of your time, and I definitely would not be able to 
be as free sexually as I am now once I have kids. It would have to be dialed back a lot. Um, it's definitely something I've thought about, something I've considered, and um, I think babies are super cute. Um, so uh, maybe sometime in the future, I would love to be settled in my career first. So I definitely have you know, two or three years left until I become a PA um, and I can start practicing medicine in a hospital or a clinic. So I would love to be settled in my career first before I have kids. So do you, do you think you'll give up the poem once that comes in? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I will definitely give up my professional career once I have my uh, PA license because you know, medicine and porn don't mix all that well. Um, you know, um, it's becoming more open. People aren't as, you know, crazy about it anymore. They're not going to dive too much into my history. Uh, it depends on what state I'm in, I guess. But, uh, you know, I once I have my professional career that I want to do, that's what I'm going to focus on. I'm definitely going to still be, you know, doing my recreational events. I'll still be doing threesomes, gangbangs on the side. You know, but I will be more reserved just because of my professional career at that point. So yeah, that's it. You did mention animals, and I know you're a massive lover of lack of animals. So when you're not in like doing gangbangs, uh, you like to spend time with with your animals. Yeah. So I have three cuddly, cute cats that I love a whole bunch. They um, get along well, and they're my big cuddle buddies. They'll just come up and lie on me, and it's a great way to relax. And then I have a purebred golden retriever who gets me out of the house. She's super social, super friendly, so she makes me meet people because um, the crazy thing is, is I'm actually an introvert, so I would prefer to, like, stay home, and I'm actually pretty shy. Um, well, you, say, you say you're an introvert and pretty shy, but yet you go always to, like, yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. So, like, um, I definitely feel nervous before an event. I feel a little out of place when I have lots of people coming to see me. But once the event started, once the people are around me, I come alive. It's like sets my soul on fire to be surrounded by guys and then like coming on me. And like, I just love it so much that I have been able to overcome my reservedness when it comes to that. But meeting people new people or like going to a party or being in a big crowd it's definitely not something that i like to do so do you think you change sort of persona once you get into that pornographic setting doesn't like this like you now change to something like a wild animal so it's like so to speak well not so much i mean um <laughs> everything that I do, I try to do genuinely. So like I, I try not to fake anything. I try to it all be, you know, I'm enjoying myself. I love what I do. So really everything that you would see on camera is me enjoying it, me loving it. Um, and cause I just love giving pleasure to men or women. I love making people come. So um, them coming when men or women, I love that so much. And it fuels me to like keep going, um, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think there'll be any big difference. I mean, it's sometimes when I'm doing a video where it needs to be more intense, I'll have more energy and I'll be like going, you know, harder than I would. Let's say I'm doing a 31 man gangbang. I'm not going to be at like going super hard at the beginning because then I'll tire out. 
But if I'm only doing a video with like four or five guys, then I will go a lot, you know, more, have more energy, go a lot faster, have a lot more things going on just because it's fewer guys and I can, you know, invest that energy, you know, wisely. So, so, so like sort of how long would it like sort of like a gangbang last? Like sort of just an, like an average gangbang? How, like, so, how long would that last? It depends on how many guys are there. Um, so for me, I consider a small gangbang now 10 guys. So that would be <laughs> um, uh, probably at least two hours. And I usually go the whole time. So, you know, nonstop, I'll go for those two hours. Um, but if I'm doing a large event, so let's say 30 plus guys, that can be four or five hours of me just going the whole time. So I equate a large gangbang to like running a marathon. So I actually take like those goo energy supplements before I do a gangbang. Really? Yeah, because I've done a few marathons. Um, and those things are, they're like a mouthful, which is great because if you're sucking dick, you can't eat a lot. So it's like a little mouthful. And it gives you all the carbs and caffeine that you need to like keep going. Um, so they're wonderful. I definitely recommend them. I would endorse them to be like, use for a long, you know, gangbangs or whatever. Um, but yeah, so I would equate a large gangbang kind of like a marathon because you're going, you're pushing yourself past what you're used to doing and you have to, there is a wall that you hit at some point where you're tired, you know, but there are still people there and I, I don't give up. I'm not one of those people who when I'm tired, I just sort of like leave the room. I, I don't stop a gangbang until everyone else is content, everyone else is happy. And everyone else has come um, that wants to. So. What happens? Do you ever get it where, like, the guy comes nearly straight away, sort of thing, and like that's sort of it for you? Or. Yeah. Is, is I, I love that. I actually, because I love come. So like, if you come like, to me, when you come quickly, some guys think it's embarrassing, but I actually think it's a compliment because. You're so turned on. There's so much going on that you love that you just can't not come. Like, I think it's a compliment. You're like, I turned you on so much, you came, like, almost instantly. Like, I love it. And then those guys are welcome to go again if they can. Like, there's no rule against that. Oh, so. I mean, like, sort of, obviously, you've got security in, like, the rooms, haven't you? Yeah. So that's my main thing. When I talked about gangbangs in one of my live streams is I tried to tell women they need to have security of some kind. So... My fiance, he is my security. So he knows what I like, what I don't like. Um, and so he makes sure the guys are doing what they're not supposed like, you know, what they're doing, what they should do. Yeah. And he makes sure who's in the room should be in the room and whatnot. Um, and normally when it's a large gangbang, um, we have like uh, put like wrists, um, tags around people's wrists. So if you have a wrist tag, that means you have clean STDs and I can do, I can suck your dick, you know, and it will be fine. Um, but if you don't have one of those, unfortunately, you have to use a condom. So we tried to mitigate, you know, lots of things with different uh, signals in the room. And then he is there watching the whole time, making sure I'm okay. He brings me water. He brings me whatever I need. Um, and that's the one thing I would say that if you're trying to get into gangbangs whatsoever, you definitely need security and you need someone looking out for you. Um, because there are groups of guys, I've come across a few groups that weren't so good. Um, there are guys who will take advantage of you if you don't have someone there supporting you. So, 
could you tell us a bit more about the guys that want to go or so there are just networks of guys that um you know they know each other really well they've gotten together um and they can push uh, boundaries. They can push things that, like, maybe a woman doesn't want to do double penetration or she doesn't want to do anal. There are guys who will start to push the envelope on certain things. Um, and some women who are reserved, like myself or, you know, small women, might not be so good at being like, no, don't do that or whatnot. Um, so it's good to have someone in the room who can be objective and be like, don't do that. Like, she doesn't like it. Don't do it. Um so that's definitely something you need. Um, so, yeah. As I'll say, just like if I'm like I was to pass you in the street, I, it wouldn't even occur to me that you would be into that sort of thing. Being like, because, I mean, how tall are you? You seem sort of pretty petite. I'm uh, like five foot five or 165 centimeters. I lived in New Zealand, so I had to like convert my brain back over to everything metric but yeah really? it's crazy you were like on about the fight sort of the 50 sort of guy gangbang thing um where does that take place because like obviously if you went to a hotel it's a standard size room and also what would the hotel say about 50 guys going in or like is there a special place you all go to so it depends on uh, the network you're using, but how I do it um, normally is I, I have our waves. So normally if I do a very large gangbang, I have, let's say it starts at 7, it goes till 11. I have 7 to 8, 8 to 9, you know, then on. I usually have 8 to 10 guys come per hour. So they oh. sign up for hour slots. So like you get from 7 to 8. And that makes the guys feel more comfortable because there's not, like, 50 guys in the room, like, jerking off, you know, whatnot. There's only, like, 8 to 10 guys in the room, and they get more time with me. They get the entire hour with me, um, and then a new set of guys comes in. Um, and that helps also keep down the crowd as well. Normally, what we do is have half of them come in the front and then half of them come in the back. So we'll let them in. And then we bring them up to the room. So... I, I I just that that makes a lot more sense because I envision just 50 people, including yes. yourself, in just one room. Um, would you ever do one-on-one -on -one porn, or is it mainly your fetishes, gang like sort of gang bangs? So I definitely would do one-on-ones. I do one-on-ones all the time, um, but I definitely prefer multiple guys. I really like come. I like multiple dicks. Um, so if I can get multiple guys, that's something I prefer. But I definitely do, you know, one-on-one -on -one meetups all the time, so. Brilliant. So, the future, what do you envision for the future for yourself after sort of, just say, you hit your mark of 50 guys, where do you go from there? Um, you mentioned you want to work for the bigger porn, porn companies, but once you're there, is like there anything, or is it just keep going and then get your license and then... Yeah, so my main goals for doing porn is, for one, to make large gangbangs more of a main thing, being like, this is okay, this is great, and like bringing that to the main stage is something I would love to do, you know, bring that more forward. And then I also, my second goal is to do the, be a role model for all of the normal women, so like, you can do this, I'm a normal woman, I did this, you can too, 
Um, that's another goal that I have. And then my other goal is to make porn a little bit more, um, I would say not as fake. So I, I, nothing about me is fake. I don't have like the perkiest tits in the world. Um, so I would love to, you know, show women that you don't have to get plastic surgery. You don't have to look perfect to, you know, have a career in porn as well. Those are probably my top three goals. So it's basically you'd be coming from it, the girl next door sort of sweetness yeah. and look, which um, which you have got the sweet and innocent look, but I don't think you're sweet and innocent as sort of your um, look. Um, so if people wanted to find out more about you, I mean, I will put everything in the description. Um, where can you go, though? Where can you find me? Um, so you can find me on Reddit. I'm Ray Ray on Reddit. I post five photos a day on Reddit, uh, five days a week. Um, on Twitter, Rock Porn All Star on Twitter. Um, I post weekly on there. Um, I post daily on Instagram, Ray of Sunshine. And then you can find all of my videos that I've done so far on Pornhub, Rock Porn All Star. And my website, just for me, is coming out hopefully within the next few weeks, and that is RayRay.live. So everything about Ray Ray will be on that website once it comes out. So so, so you just type Ray Ray in, Ray Ray Porn, you like come up onto all the sites. And yeah. I, I, I like put it all in the description, so hopefully you'll get, you know, you'll get something from it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I just appreciate you having me come on. Like, that's awesome. I love just telling my story. I love sharing it. And um, I, I looked into your podcast and I really enjoyed what you were doing. So. Oh, thank you. Well, thanks, thanks for coming on. Uh, you're more than welcome to come on again. It's, and it's completely up to yourself. Okay. So, um, again, well, thanks for coming on. And um, we'll, we'll just share it and get it out there. Yeah, um, just send me... Or uh, send uh, my PR company the link, and I'll promote it on all of my sites. I will do both. Then it's sort of easy, because I've got you on Instagram anyway, so I'll like, send you the link through like that. Sounds good. All right, then. Cheers for coming on. And um, I'll, I'm going to be putting it on tonight, so it'll go on in the next couple of hours on YouTube and podcast world, so it'll be everywhere. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, then. Cheers for that, and you take care. Yeah, you too. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. The Tim Biscuits Podcast.